0: Drive Time on RTE Radio 1. Sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Thank you very much indeed uh, for that. Well, as you've been hearing in the headlines, a jailed Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny is dead, according to the prison service of the region where he'd been uh, serving his sentence. Navalny, an outspoken critic of President Putin, has been in jail since 2021 on charges widely viewed as politically motivated. In a surprise speech at the Munich Security Conference this afternoon, Navalny's wife, Yulia Navalnaya, uh, said she doesn't know whether the horrible news is true. Kira Yermish, Navalny's spokesperson, said his team had yet to to receive confirmation of the death, but his lawyer was travelling to Siberia. Well, for more on this, I'm joined uh, by a geopolitical analyst from the University of Oxford, Dr. Samuel Ramani, and we'll be joined in just a moment by a writer and broadcaster uh, and author of Kremlin, A Killer in the Kremlin, John Sweeney. You're both very welcome uh, to the programme. Dr. Samuel Ramani, let me turn to you first of all. What is your reaction?
1: Well, I mean, I think that it's obviously a bit of a shock because Navalny was uh, present on video just yesterday. He was talking about in his usual uh, comedic style that he was moving into a punishment camp for 15 days for the fourth time in two months. So clearly this is not something that anyone expected. And one has to raise eyebrows about the timing one month before the Russian elections and at a time when the Senate has passed the aid bill for Ukraine, the House is dragging their feet. Uh, This is something that would inflame tensions between Russia and the United States.
0: So is this evidence now, if if uh, evidence was needed, that Vladimir Putin has finally crushed all criticism in, in Russia?
1: Well, there are basically two faces of nationalist criticism that uh, Vladimir Putin has crushed over the course of the past several months. One was the hardline face of nationalism represented by the Wagner Group chief of Prigozhin, who was shot down in the plane crash. He represented the group of nationalists who supported the Ukraine more fervently, wanted a general mobilization, eventually wanted Russia to fight the war more nationally, more brutally than it already is. And the other face was the liberal nationalist face, uh, the the face that was patriotic, but also fiercely against uh, the corruption and the authoritarianism of Putin. And that was headed by Navalny. And now Navalny's dead too. So the two faces of nationalist opposition to Putin have both been decapitated in just a matter of months.
0: And the Kremlin response is denial. How will that go down internationally and at home? Internationally first, in terms of world leaders, they're skeptical already. Samuel, aren't they?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's just very uh, typical of the Kremlin to, of course, deny involvement in any kinds of politically motivated assassinations or assassination attempts. It was exactly the same after Alexander Litvinenko was poisoned on British soil in 2006, the Skripal poisoning in 2018, the uh, death of Sergei Magnitsky, the lawyer in prison which is probably the most comparable case to what we've seen with Navalny. So this is something that we've uh, always anticipated, that Russia's going to deny. And now we're seeing visions of Bolodin, the head of the Duma, claiming that the European Union and the West are behind it. So that's a typical movement. But, uh, yes, I mean, nobody's really going to be taking these denials seriously. It's very obvious that even if uh, it was a death of natural causes, mm-hmm. the poor conditions in the prison, the lack of medical treatment, can contribute to it, and Russia and the Russian state are morally and ethically responsible for his death.
0: Uh, As you say, sources inside Russia muddying the waters as to who is behind this, who's responsible. It's not really carried, according to reports on state television, not carried that prominently at all, news of Navalny's uh, death, and certainly no context or uh, comment. Do you think then that will stymie any resistance among the Russian public, uh, any revolt, if that were to, to ever happen? Or is will this travel across Russia like wildfire on social media?
1: Well, I mean, it's probably pretty obvious that Navalny is dead and the people in Russia are knowing about it. It's being reported in the major media stations. It's being reported on Telegram channels. But the Russian state is trying to downplay the story and also to deflect to some of the conspiracies about Navalny. For example, the of Fad Telegram channel, which is one of the most popular pro-war t- channels, to attention to Avdivka, and they're drawing a lot of attention to their victory in Avdivka now. That's something to distract from us. We're also seeing uh, other other channels uh, label Navale uh, as a British or American intelligence agent who was plotting a uh, regime change in Russia. They're trying to discredit him after the fact. I think that the fears of this uh, 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 death have struck into the Russian people, will probably deter further protests. But there'll be a lot of people who are very angry. He had a following. In 2018, I was in Moscow. I saw the pension reform protesters. And I saw that Navalny was uh, ginning up and rallying anti-corruption sentiments. Navalny's anti-corruption campaign was why Dmitry Medvedev was fired as prime minister. This is a person with genuine support. I don't think that that support is going to be aired on the streets because people are too afraid. Mm-hmm.
0: The, the, respond- the question now is what happens in terms of any geopolitical response? Because uh, his wife today at the conference in Munich said Putin must pay. Uh, we're yet to hear, I think, from uh, the US President Joe Biden, but the UK Foreign Secretary, David Cameron, uh, said that Putin must be held accountable uh, for this. What do you think the Western response will be?
1: Well, Biden had actually warned of devastating consequences with the Valley Giant jail. That was some time ago. So, there is an the expectation that the uh, West uh, is going to do something. But it's really hard to see what the West can actually do beyond uh, imposing more sanctions on the individuals who are involved. I think the biggest and the best uh, shot at Vladimir Putin right now would be to pass that $60 billion aid package that's being held up in Congress. As some of the Republicans who are dragging their feet in Ukraine aid right now are also, in the past, have been supporters of uh, human rights in Russia and other authoritarian regimes, now is the chance for them to get a conscience and pass So that would be the way to uh, really get back at Putin. I think that's really all that can be done at this point. Uh,
0: The other uh, question is that the people who want democracy or who want rid of Putin in uh, Russia, will they be emboldened by this, in your opinion? And this goes back to my question about the, the news spreading like wildfire on social media across Russia. But then the question arises as to, to what end, Samuel? Um, I wonder, will it embolden people to resist, or is that hope uh, gone for those people now that Navalny is dead?
1: Well, I think that Navalny is a figurehead, he's a symbol, he's somebody who's uh, quite highly respected by that uh, community of people who are against corruption, and who also are nationalistic and patriotic. But will they turn that anger into the streets? If hundreds of thousands of uh, Russian deaths and injuries and uh, the most sanctions regime in modern history has not brought... Russians to the streets uh, during the Ukraine war, Mm -hmm. it's hard to see the death of Devonelli really being that kind of revolutionary trigger. I think that the Kremlin has done uh, a very, very good job at instilling a great deal of passivity inside the Russian population and passivity and fear. And that will probably, unfortunately, win out
0: over any anger that he thought about Navalny. Okay, Dr. Samuel uh, Ramani, uh, geopolitical analyst at the University of Oxford, thank you very much indeed. I'm joined now by writer and broadcaster and author of Killer in the Kremlin, uh, John Sweeney. John, you're very welcome to the programme, and condolences to you because I know that Alexei Navalny was a friend of yours.
2: Yeah, um, he was a hero to me. Um, we had a long, long, long Zoom call um in twenty sixteen. He was doing a um a brilliant uh, documentary about a corrupt prosecutor, the prosecutor general in Russia. But we physically met in twenty eighteen in Strasbourg and he was and his lawyers were suing the Russian government from stopping him running as a um, a candidate in the Russian election. I was actually with a um, an Irish um colleague mm-hmm from the um, um, BBC Northern Ireland, we were making a panorama called Taking on Putin, and Seamus McCracken, we had like five minutes, and it was a really, you know, tough times against us interview. And I said, Seamus is from um, Northern Ireland. And Seamus stops. (laughs) I mean, he's, well, you know, eventually down the track, we both get arrested in Moscow together. Seamus and I are great pals, but... He stops and I say, "Sorry, I got that wrong." Seamus is from the north of Ireland, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and the thing is that that there was a moment um, when just Alexei's his eyes lit up because he was uh, he had a tremendous um, uh, love of the absurd, which came out in his wonderful and very hard hitting documentaries. Mm-hmm. But he was funny; he was genuinely amusing, and this. And obviously, I was kind of both desperate to get uh, something in the can and furious with Seamus, but I couldn't uh, say so. And the okay. kind of... And, and, and the Melny uh, kind of ganged up with the Seamus. And, and I was, sort of like, groveling away as, as best I can. Anyway, <laughs> we get it in the can. It doesn't, um, we get through that. But when I, I meet him again in, um, in Moscow, I mean, he's so brave and so punchy. to give your listeners a context um some of the people in the some of the people who were taking on Putin, supporting the Balne, one of them was tasered, then stabbed, and left to die in the snow. Another guy, the head of his office, was cut over the head with an iron bar. A third guy was beaten senseless by silent thugs. This is the secret police sending a message. Mm. And, and and where, is, can I ask
0: you, where where do you think yeah. he, he got the uh, strength of character and the, the will uh, to to carry out what he was doing? Did he think, I wonder, John, that this, if this is the end, that it was inevitable?
2: I feel that he was drawn by a very strong and beautiful love of country, um, that he wanted that for people like us to understand there was another Russia. I think of him as, as, as like a Russian version of von Stauffenberg. Now, what von Stauffenberg did was, you know, he tried to kill Hitler, he failed, mm-hmm. but what he did do was in 1944 keep alive the idea of another Germany, and and what Navalny tried to do was tell the truth about, um, about Putin, or at least to get Russians to understand the truth, and in a sense, you know, because he's been killed, um, then um, he's failed. But he succeeded. And I believe that his name will shine in history because he told the story of another Russia, a non-fascist, decent, funny, amusing, sardonic, liberal, democratic Russia that is possible. It's not existing right now, but it is possible. And he stands for the alternative to, um, to Vladimir Putin's fascistic regime.
0: Does the dream of a different Russia die with Navalny now, do you think?
2: No, I. but I can't see... I mean, like, if people hit the streets, that'd be wonderful. That would be wonderful. But um, I'm afraid that I think that because of the terrible war against Ukraine, 300,000, 400,000 Russian soldiers killed or seriously maimed, hardly a squeak of protest these days, we'll see... We'll see if there is something, but I'm pessimistic. Russia has become more like North Korea every day. But I also feel that this isn't just something about Russia. It's about us too as well. This is a warning. If you stand up to Vladimir Putin, you can die. And and it's happening to happened the Valley it's happening to the Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. And we've got to help the Ukrainians, and we've got to spend more money on defense. And we've got to organize ourselves better, because at the moment, um, the Russian dark state is showing massive divisions. You only have to look at what's happening in the, the American right. I mean, you know, half of them are in love with Vladimir Putin, Vladimir, Putin, Vladimir Putin. So, um did an early Valentine's Day message with Putin. I mean, that interview was patsy beyond the belief. That was a kind of dark pantomime. The reality of ordinary life in Russia is the killing of Alexei Navalny, a defenseless prisoner in prison by the regime. And we should wake up and we should react to this. not just words. Mm -hmm. we should do something
0: about it John Sweeney thank you very much uh, indeed for joining us on the programme and condolences to you uh, again as I say and I know you counted Alexei Navalny as a, a friend. My thanks to John Sweeney beforehand Dr Samuel Romani as well. We asked for an interview with the Russian ambassador to Ireland uh, and they sent us the following statement they say as the federal penitentiary service of russia has already informed after a regular walk at the ik3 penal colony mr navalny collapsed losing consciousness within minutes medical staff uh, of the penal institution and the an ambulance from a nearby hospital performed all necessary resuscitation measures but to no avail Prison authorities and the central office of the uh, Federal Penitentiary Service are engaged at this time in all necessary uh, measures to establish all facts of the incident, uh, including the cause of the death of Mr Navalny, until all facts are established. Further comments on the matter would be highly inappropriate. Any loss of life is regrettable, they say, and this one is not an exception. All attempts to whip up political speculation about uh, Navalny's death exploiting it for the sake of attacking Russia, as Atonisha has done today, and his remarks on X are unacceptable and unconscionable, says the Russian embassy in Dublin. 5151.